probably one of the most absolutely off the rails films I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hello and welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Film Finder with the Pioneer Library System, where we tell you about movies that you can find on Hoopla and Canopy with your Pioneer Library System library card. I am your host today, Tracy from Norman West, and I am joined by... Jamie from Norman Central. Hi. Jamie, I have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. What you got? Would you go to prom with me? Yes. I would love to go to prom with you. (laughs) Uh, I guess the next question to quote a a film is, uh, do you like scary movies? I do like scary movies. Yeah. Good, because that's what we're talking about today. Yay. We're talking about scary prom movies. Yeah. Specifically, a pair of scary prom sequels. Yep. uh, Which are Prom Night and Prom Night 2. So you and I have been really excited to record this episode (laughs) because you and I are both specifically obsessed with the second one of these movies. So I have to say my I have to give our fellow host London credit because originally I thought let's do a Jamie Lee Curtis double feature prom night and Halloween and then London said why don't you do prom night and prom night too because he knew that you liked it and he knew that I liked it and he's the one that told me that you liked it so I think I emailed you in August. Be like, do you want to do this with me? Oh, yes. And I wanted to do it like right then. And you were very smart to suggest let's wait until we get to October. So let's wait until spooky like, times. Spooky season. Yeah. Yes. So. I have been uh, trying to convince our coworker Kendall to watch Prom Night 2 uh, for several months now, yeah. which he refuses to do. Uh, well, he has to watch it now. That he must because it. it is it is too wacky to not talk about. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to the wackiness of Prom Night 2... We're going to go back to its roots. Right. Which is Prom Night. Yeah, the original. Yeah, you ready to talk about I it? I am. Our good friend Wilhelm will start us out. <laughs> okay. So Prom Night is actually available on both Hoopla and Canopy. It is a 1980 slasher film directed by Paul Lynch and written by William Gray. Now, it is rated R. So both of these are rated R, actually. So. Hard R. Yeah. So not surprising considering their topic. But it stars everyone's favorite scream queen, Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't even know if I need to mention what you know her from. I mean, I think everybody probably knows, but Halloween, The Fog. The Activia I, commercials. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Um, she also reprised her role as Laurie Strode in Halloween H2O, Halloween Resurrection, and there's uh, 2018's Halloween, and now most recently Halloween Kills, which comes out October 15th, I, say really I believe. Soon. So, yeah. Um, she plays Kim Hammond. Uh, Leslie Nielsen plays her father and school principal, Mr. Hammond. And to me, of course, he's best known for Airplane and the it Naked very, Gun movies. He's very straight in this yes. movie. Like, which he's not funny in this I'm not, at all. I'm not used to, but yeah. It was very weird. Yeah. So Antoinette Bauer plays her mother, Mrs. Hammond. Casey Stevens is Nick, Kim's boyfriend. Michael Tuff is Kim's brother, Alex. Anne-Marie Martin is Wendy. Joy Thompson as Jude. And Mary Beth Rubens as Kelly. So the film opens in 1974, and you have Wendy, Jude, Kelly, and Nick are playing hide-and-seek in an abandoned building. Like the creepiest game of hide-and-seek yes, I've ever seen. those kids are super creepy. Over shots of the building's exterior, before you even see them, you can hear them chanting, killers are coming, killers are coming, and kill, over and over. And I'm like, 
what the heck is wrong with these Immediately, kids? Immediately, I was like, what is yes. happening? So, and you hear some screaming. So I think they did a pretty good job of adding some tension. And I have to say, I have seen this. I saw this movie a long time ago. This was the first time I'd watched it all the way through again sure. in many years. So I'd forgotten a lot of stuff. But anyway, uh, Kim and her younger siblings, Alex and Robin, come upon the building and they see Nick outside. Well, Kim forgot her textbook at school. So she heads back to the school. Alex wants to go home, but Robin wants to join the kids. So he leaves and Robin goes inside. But those kids are kind of mean. They start chasing her and taunting her. And this leads to her accidental death where she falls out a second story window. So the four kids vow to keep it a secret. But unfortunately for them, someone found her body. Somebody saw. So, yeah. Fast forward six years and it's prom night, but also the anniversary of, of Robin's death. So Kim is now dating Nick. They're going to prom together. But unfortunately for Nick, Wendy, Jude and Kelly, they are being targeted by a mass killer. So one thing I thought was very interesting about this film, it's characterized as a slasher film. Yes. But you don't have any killings until like an hour into the movie. No. And that's what I was going to say is like there's you see Robin is the sister, right? You see her death. And that's really sad. But there isn't a murder Mm -hmm. for a really long time. There is like a slasher film staple staple Mm -hmm. of like heavy breathing phone calls. And there's this one scene where they like cut like 17 different phones ringing and it was the weirdest (laughs) thing I'd ever seen Um, and there's a lot of uh, who's the murderer in this where it's like there's an escaped convict is it the mom who's pretty obviously lost her mind Right? is it the creepy janitor (laughs) who they hired yeah there's a lot of or in the dad or or, yeah or Leslie Nielsen right unexpected killer Leslie Leslie Nielsen Yeah. yeah Um, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting, though, that they took so long to build it up. But I think it did a good job of kind of getting to know the characters and building some tension. I also thought it was interesting, the camera work, the lens felt very soft focus. It's very fuzzy. It was like a Vaseline covered lens kind of vibe. But and I can't be remiss not to mention that there is a really sweet synchronized dancing at the prom between Kim and Nick and I love me a dance sequence so I may have watched that scene more than once and tried to like copy the moves oh oh I love that for you I was this dance scene was more choreographed than any of the kills they did yes it was I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is doing high kick after yes, high kick after high good. kick. I oh, guess she's, she has a background she, in dancing. But. She's fabulous in this yeah. movie. Like, would be remiss not to say that she has feathered hair, mm-hmm. high kicks, everything. There are some really fun kills in this movie, though, if you like slashers. <laughs> There's, like, yeah. some some really fun murders. Right. Um, A lot of really... Uh, <laughs> not knife-based killings. Right. There's, like, shards of mirror There's... and... Hatchets, creative, yeah, all kinds of vibes. And actually, the director did not want the film to be very violent. He wanted a minimal amount of gore. But the distributor, um, Avco Embassy Pictures, they mandated that they include some graphic violence. So there was a scene added, and I'm sure once you watch the movie, you'll be able to figure out which scene it is. I'm not going to spoil it for you here, but yeah, it's uh, really interesting. They. Uh, he wanted to have he wanted it to be like a more of a 
kind of more of a clean. marketable film, right. I guess. Yeah, yeah definitely. But they, uh, there's a lot of tension. It does have the world's weirdest ending. Like there's like a Bond theme song at the end of it, basically. Oh, yeah. Did you notice? That? It's so yes. weird. I've never had a horror movie have its own theme song at the end of it. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Yeah. So. And actually, the score was interesting to me. They... I guess, uh, where is it? I have my notes here. Okay, it was composed by Paul Zaza and Carl Citra. And Citra had done the score for Black Christmas. And mm-hmm. so the director really liked that. But they used, when they fil- when they were filming, they used um, songs by Donna Summer, Gloria Gaynor, Pat Benatar. But they could not afford the rights to that music. So the composer, um, Paul Zaza, he spent like five days and he wrote a score of disco just songs. Like a bunch of Because dis- this yes. is like the Saturday Night Fever of horror movies. Yes. Like, it is very disco. And it's right around, like, right after that time. Yeah. A couple years after Saturday Night Fever, I think. So, yeah. But if you are a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis, you want to make sure that you've seen seen her work, especially if you're a fan of her horror movies. So you should check this out. And I think it's a really interesting entry into the horror genre. But... It's definitely a good, it's a good slasher. Yeah. It's fun. It's not, you know, it's not as scary as some if you're not a a scary movie fan. It's, it's mostly really fun. Like I watched this movie while putting together a bookshelf and I would say it's actually the perfect movie for that. Like if you have an Ikea table to put together, (laughs) just throw on prom night and it'll be great. That's your evening right there. You'll get some disco music cues and you'll be like, I should look up. Someone's about to get murdered. Right. Or there's going to be a dance scene. Right. Um, did you notice there was a goof in one of the scenes? No. So when uh, the bully, Lou, tries to make out with Kim, her brother comes along and tries to rescue her. And they start fighting, Lou and, and her brother, uh, Alex. And Jamie Lee Curtis actually screams out Michael, which is the name of the actor. And then she quickly says Alex after that. But it was, you know, I went back and watched that scene again. And I was like, yeah, she, she did it. Oh, no, so, I didn't notice yeah, that. Nice little goof there. Ugh. And another interesting fact that I came across, Anne-Marie Martin, who played Wendy, she was married to Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park. Oh, my god! And they actually co-wrote Twister together, which was a Oklahoma film, filmed in Oklahoma. This is so, a wild fun fact. Yeah, so... I'm so glad that I was able to tell you something that you didn't already know, because I know you know you know your trivia. So I do, yeah. But that was so fun. Oh, that was so exciting. Yeah. I think we're probably are we at time? I think so. Yeah, I think okay. we might be a little bit over. Uh, but that's, that's okay. We knew yeah. we were going to go over. It's a special time. Of it is. Year, a, it's so. a. It's a. It's a. What? It, it's five minute spook finder. We're right. We're doing it. There we're doing horror. Go. So, um, we'll cut to a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with our next film. Yay. Like this podcast? You can make your own. This show was recorded in the Maker Lab at our Norman Central Library at 103 West Acres here in Norman, Oklahoma, where we have 3D printers, laser cutting and engraving, audio and video labs, and so much more. Come today and try out our tech, or feel free to contact us at 405-701-2614 for more information. All right, and welcome back to 5-Minute Film Finder. We just got done talking about... uh, prom night and now we are going to talk about its sequel once again a um hard r rating there so this is not not for the kids out there um but we are going to talk about hello mary lou prom night 2 i just love that title it is yeah up there with 
break into Electric Boogaloo <laughs> in the sequel's yeah. title's realm. Yes. Honestly, too good for this earth. We've done nothing to deserve this title. Arguably, we've done nothing to deserve this movie. Right. This is like a top 10 favorite movie for me. <laughs> so I'm really yeah. excited to talk about it. Um, so I, I love to read the plots from IMDb because they're always not nearly oh, descriptive yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so the plot on IMDb is 30 years after her accidental death at the 1957 senior prom, the tortured spirit of prom queen Mary Lou Maloney returns to seek revenge, Ooh. which is correct, but it yes. hardly encompasses what is so amazing about this movie, um, which is that it is probably one of the most absolutely off the rails films I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. Yeah. I know this was a favorite of yours when you were younger. Yes. Is it because it's so off the rails? Well, first, I have to say, I'm showing my age here, but uh-huh. I came across this movie in a video store and I saw the cover. Very the, enticing cover. Yeah, and the title. And that just really captured my attention and I wanted to rent it. And I'm, I don't remember how old I was. I want to say a young teen. So I'm really surprised that my mom let me rent this because she was usually pretty strict with maybe it was my dad that let me because he didn't really. Yeah, it's a very enticing cover. It's Mary Lou Maloney in a locker, like Mm -hmm. all prom queened up with the rose and and everything. And and she looks demonic. Yes. Um, I would say that the IMDb plot covers some of it. But basically the plot is um, you're in 1957. Um, Mary Lou Maloney. You get it. I like her The first scene of her is... You know she's a bad girl because oh, yeah. she's at Catholic confession and she's saying all these things, all these sins she's done. <laughs> and the priest is like, my poor child. And she's like, just kidding. I loved thing. every minute of it. Yes. Hard cut to prom. Yeah. Uh, and we see Mary Lou with her boyfriend. They, um, Which he does not look like a high school student. I everyone in this film is 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I will say that he did make a good... Um, younger Michael Ironside, yes. who is the adult character. Uh huh. I'm sorry. If you and those two actors right actually play younger yes. and older versions of each other in another movie I that I can't that. remember I the title say, of. Like, mine feel that started with an M. I something think. like that. Yeah. Um, so they're at prom. She kind of scorns him for another boy. Yeah. Um, and to get revenge, he's gonna drop a stink bomb on her, but instead. Unlike Prom Night, you do not have to wait for a kill in this movie. (laughs) A huge, um, he drops a stink bomb, it catches her dress on fire, and this absolutely fabulous fiery stunt happens. Oh, man. Marilee Maloney is dead. Which, why did no one help her? Like, and he's screaming, somebody help her. Like, the the girl that was going to hand her her crown and stuff had Uh a cape. Like, the other boy that she's flirting with makes, like, the world's weakest attempt to, like, put her out with his suit jacket. And then he just sort of realizes they're doomed. Right. And stops. Um, What are you going to do? So then we hard cut to 1987. No title cards. No nothing to help you realize (laughs) it's 1987 besides the change in the hair. Right. Um, And we meet Vicky. She's our possible future prom queen for 1987. She's got a boyfriend with a motorcycle. Her mom is a bad version of the mom from Carrie. Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And we're getting ready for the prom, and someone digs up the costume trunk Mm -hmm. where it is not explained, but we find out Mary Lou's soul has been trapped. It was when the, the girl, Jess, had the crown, and she, like, 
pops off the jewel then yeah. mary lou is like really that's really when she sad. truly awakens yeah, yeah we find mary lou's prom things in the basement of the school because none of us are able to go buy a dress for right. a prom well, vicky's mom won't let her no she wants to but and we yeah. um we unleash mary lou maloney and hijinks ensues yes um we're technically almost to our five minutes i'm absolutely going to talk over i'm so sorry to our podcast producers i'm too excited (laughs) about this movie i did want to talk a little bit about who is in this film Mm -hmm. or who directed it so director was bruce Pittman. um he didn't direct a lot of other like studio features he did direct a lot of canadian tv Mm -hmm. and we're happy for bruce um the screenplay is by ron oliver um who once again, did not write um, a lot of other uh, movies, yeah. but he did write. Uh, he has written and directed a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies, which makes a lot That's of sense quite whenever a, you see this the movie. spectrum there. Ah! there. Wilhelm has screamed, we are at our five minutes. I am going to keep talking. Okay. I am so sorry. Um, That's okay. So uh, as far as people who are in this movie, Lisa Schrage plays Mary Lou Maloney, who mm-hmm. is perfection. Uh, Wendy Lyon plays Vicky Carpenter. Louis Ferreira plays her boyfriend, Craig. And then, like you said, pretty much the only name in this movie, Michael Ironsides plays Bill Nordham, who is Mary Lou's ex-boyfriend, Craig's dad, and principal of the school. Yep. Which I guess we should mention, I don't know if we already did, that the school is really the only tie-in to the previous film. Yes, they're both called Hamilton High. And there is an actor who is in all four of the Brown Knight films. Um, And I found an interesting fact about him. Oh, go ahead. Well, you may know this, but do you know he plays in the first Prom Night? Do you know who he plays in that movie no i didn't see him i was looking for him because i knew about this so he played young nick i just realized that as you said that yeah i like saw it and i was like oh gosh because these movies are seven years apart i don't think i mentioned this movie came out in 1987 yes and uh prom night came out in 1980 yeah and then there are two subsequent films that like you cannot find on the internet i haven't seen so yeah which i want to because mary lou is also in the third one that's what i heard um um but he yeah he plays josh in the second one yes so and that's the only tie between all four movies. I would say that um, Prom Night 2 is almost nothing like Prom Night in that it is a supernatural no. horror movie. Yeah. Much like Prom Night, there are a bunch of really wacky kills in it <laughs> that are super fun. Um, Vicky is slowly becoming possessed by Mary Lou yeah. and becoming more and more 50s yeah and that's super weird to watch she has the world's scariest rocking horse oh my gosh i forgot about that rocking horse that thing is a thing of nightmares it was so creepy uh it is i i feel like it doesn't spoil it because it's so wacky that like you really cannot (laughs) understand it until you see it but like the rocking horse will menacingly rock but also has a movable slimy looking tongue oh i hated that that is uh... utilized to like high camp in two or three different seeds and it's terrible yes it's like no thank you i don't need to look yeah but the plot of the film is basically vicky losing her mind to possession Mm -hmm. and then eventually being taken over by mary lou who kills a bunch of people who had nothing to do with her death for the fun of it um she's just very vengeful yeah. yeah Which probably sounds not fun, but it's maybe one of <laughs> the funnest things I've ever seen. It's so campy. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. 
Yeah. So how can you not like it? Mary Lou is very much the, not the hero you wanted, but the hero we deserved in this movie. (laughs) Like it does try to convince you she is the bad guy. I am here to tell you that Mary Lou Maloney is the hero of this film. Oh, interesting take. I love her. Yeah. Um, So I would say this movie's a fun time. I did have a a few fun facts that I wanted to spit out before we uh, uh, completely wrap. Um, One is that almost every character in this film shares a last name with a film director. Um, So there is a Mr. Craven. There is a... um, one of the the bad girl her name is kelly that we didn't talk about oh, who's yeah. so fabulously valley girlish and she had a hair clip those butterfly clips i had those she yeah. she's everything she's yeah. a great villain um her last name is hinnenlauter which is like frank hinnenlauter who mm-hmm. did brain damage and basket case um so that's really fun and then so we did talk about a little bit that uh, hello mary lou was not meant to be a prom night sequel mm-hmm. it was um totally separately written and then the studio bought it and decided to make it into a prom night sequel. So there will be parts of it where you're like, this is the cheapest made movie I've ever seen. And then parts <laughs> where you're like, wow, they really put money into right. the special effect. And those are reshoots. Yeah. And part of those reshoots was a line from both prom night and prom night two, which mm-hmm. is, uh, it's not who you go with, it's who takes you home. Right. Which should be the tagline, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then one last fun fact that has nothing to do with either prom night. I found out that both Wendy Lyon, who plays Vicky... And then Terry Hawks, who plays the villain Kelly, uh, both ended up voicing characters in the English dub of Sailor Moon. Oh, nice. Well, I saw that um, Wendy Lyon was in Anne of Green Gables. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, she does. She looks like she belongs in Anne of Green Gables. Maybe it's the the hair. It's the hair. And she has like the sweetest face you've ever seen. Right. Yeah. It deserves a bonnet. So So, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I have one more fact that I wanted to share. So Jim Doyle was a special effects designer on this movie. He worked on a new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Francis Ford Coppola's One from the Heart. And he worked on War Games. Oh. Well, the scene with the chalkboard where Vicky gets like, sucked, sucked into in, the chalkboard. Yeah. So that was only a 45 second sequence. But it took five days for them to complete the scene at an estimated cost of $2,000 per hour. And so he, Doyle, designed the set with the blackboard lying flat on the floor Mm -hmm. and filmed it so it would appear that it was standing on end. But I thought, wow, I mean, 45 seconds and it took five days. Like, that's that's important. It is one of the scariest scenes in the movie, though. She gets sucked into this chalkboard. And it turns into liquid or it looks like liquid. Yeah, it's super weird. There's a bunch of super interesting things that happen to Vicky as she's sort of getting possessed, losing her mind. There's that. She gets trapped under her bed sheets at one point, and it's really spooky. She gets, like, hit in the head with a volleyball. (laughs) And then she's in, like, the thriller music video. (laughs) It's a really strange movie. If you want to truly watch something turn your brain off and have like a wacky time there is there is not a better film than hello mary lou prom night 2 i use it to find out whether or not i think people are cool like i show friends potential suitors things like that i show them hello mary lou prom night 2 and i'm like if you get this we can can be be friends friends. yes and obviously we can be friends obviously you and i can be friends jamie and we already are yeah i think that's it would you recommend any other movies to watch with these oh gosh I'm just trying to think of other campy, uh, maybe sleepaway camp. Yes. Which we've talked about. We did. Um, off, ca- off off air. Off the cuff, um, yeah. Let's see. I don't know. I'm trying to think of it. There's, personally, I think that they are a perfect double feature. Yes. So maybe oh, you sure. should just watch them with each other. Yeah. And put together a bookcase that you've been meaning to put right. together. <laughs> 
get something done while yeah. you enjoy a film. Or invite your friends over and like make some popcorn and have a silly, oh, yeah. silly time. Because yes. we're we're in spooky season. Or officially. you could you could put on tiaras and sashes like Tracy and I are doing right now. So And then yeah. just yeah. Invite your friends over for the prom. Woohoo. I think we're there. Yeah, I think All we did right. it. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Jamie, for yeah. uh, hanging out with me and talking about these movies that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you for If you want to tell us about some movies that you're obsessed with, you can email us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.com. We prefer compliments there, but we'll also take (laughs) constructive criticism. Or if you have a movie that you want us to watch, uh, send it our way. Tell us the movie that you're obsessed with. Like I'm obsessed with Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Also, make sure that you're liking and subscribing to us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And the best way to help us out is to tell a friend about us. Tell your mom about us. Tell your aunt twice removed about us (laughs) and say, there's this really weird podcast from the library that I think you'll really like. Yeah. And they talk about all kinds of movies. All kinds of movies. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, Jamie. And uh, we'll see y'all again soon. All right. See you later, later, alligator. alligator. (laughs)